And so today we find Jesus calling the first disciples. Now, for me, as I reflected on this, I'm wondering, what is it about Jesus that made those men drop everything and follow him? Had they heard about him from somewhere? Did they see or hear about his baptism by John? Is there something about his face? Maybe his eyes. I don't know about you, but if I was tending a net and someone came up to me and said, come, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men, I doubt I would have left everything to follow him. I mean, let's face it, there are certain questions which have to be answered. How much does it pay? What does your health insurance plan look like? Does it have dental? Do you have a matching 401k program? And how long until I'm fully vested? And perhaps the most important question of all, is there a non-compete? Jesus asked them to follow him and they immediately left everything and did so. Interestingly enough, our Lord still calls us today to follow him. Now for me as a deacon, I think I can honestly say that I felt this call even as a young boy. Now don't get me wrong, I didn't understand it, nor did I fully appreciate what it would mean for me. Unlike the apostles, I did not experience Jesus walking by and physically speaking to me. It was a plan for my life that unfolded over time and totally when I least expected it. It was the prodding of the Holy Spirit which brought me to where I am and who I am today. A very good priest friend of mine once told me as I was discerning the call to the diaconate, if it's meant to happen, it will and nothing will stop it. Despite all of my imperfections and my sinfulness, the Almighty called me. And believe me, I'm still scratching my head about that one. And yet, it reminds me of an old adage. Every saint has a past, and every sinner has a future. You see, God can use us despite our imperfections and sinfulness if we truly seek him. That said, not everyone is called to be ordained or professed vows as a religious brother or sister. Vocations are different and varied. That's what makes us the body of Christ. We each bring different skills and abilities to the table. If we are open to God's call and use the gifts and abilities in the service of Christ that he's given us, we help to further the kingdom of heaven here on earth. In effect, my brothers and sisters, we become Eucharist for one another. Now, you may be sitting in your pew and thinking to yourself, I have no skills to offer, or perhaps you're thinking, hey, I'm a broken and sinful person. There's no way God can use me. Well, I'd like to share the following story with you. Perhaps you've heard it before, but especially today it bears repeating. 
A water bearer in India had two large pots, each hung on each end of a pole, which he carried across his neck. One of the pots had a crack in it, and while the other pot was perfect and always delivered a full portion of water at the end of a long walk from the stream to the master's house, the cracked pot only half a load. For two years this went on daily, with the bearer delivering only one and a half pots of water to his master's house. The perfect pot was proud of its accomplishments, perfect to the end for which it was made. But the poor cracked pot was ashamed of its own imperfection and miserable that it was able to accomplish only half of what it had been created to do. After two years of what it perceived to be a bitter failure, it spoke to the water bearer one day by the stream. I'm ashamed of myself and what, and I want to apologize to you. Why, asked the water bearer, what are you ashamed of? I've been able for the past two years to deliver only half of my load because of this crack in my side, which causes the water to leak out all the way back to your master's house. Because of my flaws, you have to do all this work and you don't get full value from your efforts, the pot said. Now the water bearer felt sorry for the old cracked pot. And in his compassion, he said, as we return to the master's house, I want you to notice the beautiful flowers along the path. Indeed, as they went up the hill, the old crack pot took notice of the sun warming the beautiful flowers on the side of the path. And this cheered it some. But at the end of the trail, it still felt bad because it had leaked out half of its load. And so it again apologized to the bearer for its fa failure. The bearer said to the pot, did you notice that there were flowers only on your side of the path, but not on the other pot's side? That's because I have always known about your flaw, and I took advantage of it. I planted seeds on your side of the path, and every day while we've walked back from the stream, you've watered them. For two years, I've been able to pick these beautiful flowers to decorate my master's table. Without you being just the way you are, he would not have this beauty to grace his house. You see, my friends, each of us has our own unique flaws. We're all cracked pots, but if we'll allow it, the Lord will use our flaws to grace his father's table. In God's great economy, my friends, nothing goes to waste. So as we seek ways to minister together, and as God calls you to tasks that he's appointed for you, don't be afraid of your flaws. Acknowledge them and allow him to take advantage of them, and you too can be the cause of beauty in his pathway. Now you may be thinking still, I'm not sure what God is asking of me. No one in this parish has ever asked me to help out with anything. Well, that ends today. 
because I'm asking each and every person in this assembly, as well as those out there in TV land, to become involved, to be a part of ministry. Today after Mass, we have our ministry fair. Take a moment to see the various ministries. And you know what? Who knows? You just might hear our Lord whisper, come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men and women.